The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, that's right. Ashley Larkin, the TV chef and the mindful eating coach, is back with me, back from Portugal. Yes, right. yes, well, travelling beautiful. We travelled around for three weeks, just under three weeks. So we went into um, Lisbon. So we did kind of the Silver Coast down to a place called Comporta, which is known as the Hamptons of I Europe. Was the Silver Coast, Côte d'Argent in there France, you go. not Silver Coast. My French. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, it's up to scratch. <laughs> anyway, go on. So we went down there first, then we travelled up to Lisbon, then we headed up the coast, places like um, Quimbra, Aviro, Peniche, Nazare, up into Porto, finished in Porto and out of Porto. So the whole vibe behind what we're going to do today, and we'll do a couple of series of these over the summer, is when you go on holidays, what are those hidden gem foods mm. that maybe you've heard about, you haven't tasted, or that you have to try, or that are quintessential to the country, but maybe we kind of skip over them when we're there. Okay, so uh, Portu- I wouldn't know much about Portuguese food or drink now, I have to say. You know, Bit it's... Bit of a blank spot. Yeah, and it's only when you kind of delve into it. There are definitely things, when you hit Lisbon, it's all shiny, it's all fanfare. Port it's and custard pies. There you go. Well, that's about it. Listen, that's all that we have got both of these today. Okay. I've got loads of fab food for you to try. I'll tell you what, right? If you were to start a typical day in Portugal, they start okay. with a coffee. Um, not big breakfast people at all. A bica. So a bica is your little small espresso. I wouldn't be a big espresso drinker. I'm not even a big coffee drinker in some cases, but definitely got into that little oh, buzz. Really? Uh, yeah. Mm. I had three kids, we were doing a lot of travelling, so I kinda needed something needed to it. pet my step in the morning. Yeah. Uh ping a dough if you want a little drop of milk in it. And then they're big on their pastries. Pastries for breakfast is a big thing. So we all know pastel donata or pastis donata, which is the single. Mm. Um so I have brought you some, so okay. I'm gonna pass you over some food to have a little taste. So this is like a custard pie and a donut, basically. Exactly. So I'm gonna tell you about the custard pie first, which is your classic pastel donata, right? Mm. Now that's what you want. Hear that oh, little that crunch? crunch? That's mm. that's how you know they're good. Um, so it's basically almost like layers a, in that pastry yeah, there now. There's meant to be about a hundred layers. Mm. Um, it's like croissant, really, really kind of crisp thin. Then you want the egg custard, a little bit vanilla, a little bit of cinnamon on top, and mm. that's your classic. So when you landed in Portugal, um, in Lisbon particularly, everybody went out to Belém, and that's where you got them. That was kind of the place if you wanted the original. But there's a yes. new place in the city that is called Manta, 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 what's it called? Manta Gareia. And that was opened in 2016. They are rivaling the other ones. Now, what I would say is don't be too fussy. They're all gorgeous. Like, very yeah. rarely do you get a bad one, right? And they're beautiful. They're really, they're just, they're classic. You know, you can have one or two a day. They're lovely. The other one then that you have in front of you is a Bolo de Berlim. And this is a donut. So I would say almost every second pastry has like an egg custard in it. I'm going to tell you why. Um, a lot of religion, a lot of nuns. And the nuns used to use the egg whites to starch all the clothes and all the vestments. Mm. And they'd all these egg yolks left over. So they started then to add a little bit of sugar to them. Then they made right. custard. So then they had vats of custards that they had to use up. So this is a cross between a donut stuffed with your egg custard. I like that egg custard. I'm not a donut fan. Okay. In general. Now uh, that is nice enough, but I'd go for that. So would I. Yeah. The, 100%. The traditional. So they're kind of two classic ones. Another pie. lovely one that you have to have is a bolo de arroz. So when we were down in Comporta and up in Quimbra, the amount of rice fields, paddy fields, so many oh, really? of them. Yeah, incredible to see. And like you kind of, you don't naturally kind of link Portugal to rice. Um, so these bolo de arroz are like a little muffin. They stand tall, cylinder, um, but they're made with rice flour really light okay. they've got a little hint of rum cinnamon um, a little hint of vanilla sometimes in them really nice little lemon zest 
gorgeous. I really like those. Really, really light. I could not find you one of those for today, unfortunately. But if you go, the other one that you have to try pastry-wise is something called Avos Moles. So these are up in Aviro, close to Porto. Um, the simplest way I can describe them is Holy Communion stuffed with custard. I know. Right. I know. And I didn't kind of know that before I had them. And we went and we heard the story and they're all artisan, all handmade, beautiful. You nice? know, they're, uh, they're exactly what I said. They are Holy Communion Holy stuffed with custard. stuck to the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And then you've got the claggy custard in the middle. Oh, I genuinely wasn't sure. a fan of them. But if you go and you do end up in Aviro, um, which is a beautiful little town, by the way, I would highly recommend uh, giving one a try. All right. Okay. So that's our breakfast. That's our breakfast. We're moving on to drinks. All right. Early. <laughs> early. Early on to the drinks. <laughs> I like it. Giniana. Giniana is a cherry liqueur and there is a place called Giniana Semreval, which is in Lisbon. They open at 7am in the morning. Uh, and you can go in and get your Giniana, which is, like I said, your cherry liqueur. So it's cherries that are soaked in. I don't, I know you're looking, your eyes are looking, you got excited. I don't actually have one of those oh, for right. you. I'm yeah, sorry. I was, looking, I was looking around, there's a few <laughs> bottles. I was trying to see the front. You're like, what saying, does she have? What is that? You know yeah. what? It's actually, it's really cheap as well. Like you can pick up a bottle of it. I should have brought one home and I'm actually savage I didn't for a couple of euro. Um, it's basically the cherries that are marinated in a traditional fruit brandy. It's about 23% alcohol. A little shot of it only costs you 140. Um, this place opens at 7am in the morning. They treat it like a tonic, almost medicinal. If you've got a tummy ache, if you've got a toothache, if you've got a heartache, you okay. go and you have a little shot of gin yan and you get on with nice. your day. Yeah, I know. The next one that I'm going to tell you about a little drink is, I'm actually wondering where I should start you. I'm going to start you on this one because it's a little bit more Lisbon and Algarve. Per se. Per se. It's an orange flavoured liqueur. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit like Campari, a little bit like Aperol. So okay. think kind of that vibe. Yes. But I'm going to, so they recommend you drink it neat or 100 mils with 100 mils of tonic, right? I'm going to give you a little drop neat first. Okay. Over ice just to chill it to see Lovely. what you think. So it's an orange liqueur and they say it's with 24 botanicals. Mm. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, do you know... Um, I know they won't appreciate this description, right? No, I bet I know what you're going to say. Go on. Uh, it's ta- it smells like and tastes like an orange Mr. Freeze with a bit of like vodka thrown in. Yeah, it is a little bit like that. You know what I got from it? Clove. You know those clove rock sweets, the red ones with the white around yes, them? Yes, yes. That's what that's I got it from actually, it. Yeah. And it's, so it's, it, I think it's very predominantly kind of a clove flavour. Mm. Um, so it's interesting, really refreshing. It's yep. just meant to be a little aperitif, really, really nice. The other one, um, if I take us to Porto, so when you go to Porto, you yes. do port tasting. Yeah. Um, 10 euro will get you four beautiful ports, white, rosé, Ruby mm. and Tawny. All so right. I fell in love with this, which is a rosé port. So I wouldn't Lovely. have been a big, like a massive, I had no port, no interest in Lisbon at all. But when you go to Porto, you kind of get into it. Yes. So this is kind of like what I would consider like a gin and tonic in the summer. So I have beautiful um, fever tree tonic water. Poachers is lovely as well. Pop it in with your rosé so port. This is a rosé port. Yeah, so it's port and tonic. It's so refreshing. It's so light. It's really, really nice. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, very simple as well. So simple. Now, they would serve it with a little bit of fig, maybe a little bit of grapefruit in it, Mm. um, a little sprig of rosemary, which is really nice. The other one that I brought you is, so when you're drinking your ports, you've got a white, a rosé, a ruby, and a tawny. And tawny then is the most aged, the the most deep. Um, So this is a reserve tawny port. So I'm going to give you a little taste of this. And what I brought you to have with it is two little things. 
One is a sheep's cheese. So it's an Irish sheep's cheese, which is on the plate over there. And I made a beautiful walnut and seaweed brittle that tastes amazing. So both of these, you can eat them separately or together with it. And I'll put the recipe for the walnut brittle up on so my this is a website. with the sheep's cheese. Yeah, it's Naclara, um soft sheep's cheese. Really, really nice. Mm. And I think it goes mm. lovely with the port. It's really nice. And there's loads of port houses. And you can do your visit. And like I said, have mm. your taste. Some of them are a little bit kind of old worldy. Some of them are a little bit kind of over the top. Some of them are really kind of cool, modern. There's something for everybody is what I would say. They do go it's well nice, together, don't they? Don't they? I guess it's a little like grapes going well with your cheese board. Absolutely. Little, you know, it's the yeah. same concept. And obviously you can drink it, you can put it what into a this? sangria. But What's this again, the walnuts? Yeah, though? so it's walnuts and they're basically, you make a caramel of sugar and... Mm. Isn't it lovely? Sugar, butter, walnuts, and then I sprinkled with a seaweed Irish sea salt. Mm. So it's just like, like you know, we you have a little peanut or a little nut for a little nibble. But the sweetness and the little bit of saltiness goes really, really nice with that tawny port. Mm. Delicious. They're good, aren't they? I need a fig. A now. little fig as well. So that's, so we've got breakfast done. We've got yeah. our drinks done. <laughs> Right. We've got to about lunchtime, right? Yeah. Um, fish is another huge one. So I'm going to tell you, you see it so much. Choco frito. And choco frito uh, has nothing to do with chocolate. It's basically deep fried cuttlefish. So think cuttlefish, think octopus, think mm. calamari. So it's along the vibes of a calamari. Um, a really good one. Uh, Setubal is the area just up outside Lisbon. And that's where it kind of originated. Peniche is a really um, working fishing village. Okay. Gorgeous place to go and get it. Cuttlefish, if you get it well, they boil it first with garlic, bay leaves, yeah. and then they coat it in corn flour, deep fry it, fast and hot. Okay. Have it with your chips, slice a lemon on the side. So it's a real seaside kind of one. I really, love really calamari. tasty. Yeah. And when Absolutely. you get it right, it's lovely. So choco frito would definitely be for you. If you like white fish, sea bream, dorado is the fish yeah. on a char grill. It's the loveliest, lovely one to have. Beautiful. Bacalao is the other one. Salt cod. So when they were bringing cod down from Norway, from Canada, they had to preserve it on the yes. boats, salted it. So what you do is you get it, they then, you know, wash all the salt off, do all of that. And then there's a couple of different ways I would recommend if you're going to have your bacalao. Um, bacalao comnata. So it's almost like the salt cod is poached and then it's put into a, like a creamy, cheesy sauce. Potato on top, baked in the oven. Oh, lovely. Really nice way to have it. The other one is croquettes. So you're going to have your bacalao croquettes. Sometimes they have cheese in the middle, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Or you can do your bacalao au bras, which is onion, cod, garlic. They do these famous matchstick potato chips um, and then they fry it all up. They mix in some of the egg. Um, it's almost like a kind of an omelette style. Yeah. They can sit an egg on top and then finish it with a couple of olives and coriander, which I know a lot of people wouldn't like, but they're the three best ways I would give you if okay. you're going to Portugal to taste your bacalao. Sardines. Oh, yes. I had sardines in my salad yesterday. So you love tinned oh, fish. I love tinned fish. And that's what excites me about this part because a lot of people don't like tinned fish. So. Roisin is just making a face. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it's certainly not a pleasant one. She's not happy. She's not happy about the prospect of tinned fish. Look at that, Roisin. Oh, my God. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, I would eat that straight out of the tin. I know. I would... Pick each of those up by the tail. And, and just eat them. Oh, delicious. Absolutely That's brilliant. Delicious. Well, listen, I mean, you would be in absolute heaven. There is a place um, that is called Sale Pesca. Really, really old, old, old school. They have so many different ones. Everything is in it. 
Yeah. The whole, you've got the whole lot. Yeah. And they're crunch. really, really soft. So they're okay. Mm. Now, you can either get them tinned. And we spoke about this in January. The tinned fish is this huge trend for 2023. A chain has opened up over there um, that sells nothing but tinned fish. Tinned gambas, tinned mussels, atum, you know, your sardines, right. the whole lot. And it's a bit commercial. Right. Like it is a bit commercial, but it's fun. So I would definitely say pop in, have a look. Or Sally Pesca is your really authentic place. Um, the way you can get them is fresh, off the boat, off the fish market, grilled on your char grill. So what they do, so I brought us a Waterford okay. blah. So I'm putting a little Irish spin on it. Yes. We've got our Waterford blah. You sit your sardines on top of your white, fluffy sourdough bread. And what I made, now have it plain first, because I know you like them just gorgeous. But I made us a beautiful kind of tomato, almost like a, a cooked concasse. So I took... Um, fresh wet garlic so we've garlic is in season at the moment and you can buy it not dried it's beautiful yeah. Portuguese olive oil fried off the garlic popped in a tin of cherry tomatoes okay. a tablespoon of brown sugar blitz them down now that with those sardines on that white bread is going to be amazing Sardines are good enough on their own. Aren't they lovely? Add this. Yeah, so they're mm. a really, really nice one. Like, you know, you're paying kind of four mm. euro up to 15 euro. Um, so I brought one home, which ends about 15 euro. Um, there's another one that had um, gold flakes in it. So you had your sardines with gold flakes in olive oil. That cost you about 25 euro. Yeah. Um, but That's look, kind of a fad. It's it like is. That vodka it is. Dry, yeah, number. exactly. Exactly. With the sparkles and the sprinkles mm. in it and the gin at Christmas. Yeah. But look, it is one. But try it with the tomato and tell me what you think. Oh, that's really good. Isn't that? that? delicious. Yeah. What's in that again? So that is olive oil, fried mm-hmm. garlic. So slow cook the garlic in the olive oil. One tin of cherry tomatoes. Okay. Specifically cherry tomatoes. Yeah. One tablespoon of brown sugar. That's it. Cooked it mm. off, blitzed it. I made that fresh this morning. I was at home and I'm not messing. My kids were having their breakfast and I was like, come over here and taste this. And all of my were like, oh my God, mom, that's amazing. I'm going to put that recipe up on my website, ashlinglarkin.ie. The recipe for the port tonic is up there. The recipe for a beautiful white port sangria is up there. The per se cocktail is up there. The walnut brittle I'll put up as well. Um, so there's so many of the recipes. And what I've done is I've done blog posts. So for each different place we went, I gave a foodie guide and kind of a staycation guide to each one. But there is so much choice. Meat is a huge thing as well. Yeah. Um, if you're in... But beef doesn't mean beef. Beef doesn't mean beef. It means steak. Well okay. done. I have to no. tell you about one, right, which yeah. was an absolute abomination. Um, and I mm-hmm. normally talk about the good food. Franchanzini, um, it had to be invented by somebody who had an awful hangover. It is basically white bread, two slices. Okay. In the middle, you have steak, okay. you have sausage, you have ham or cured ham. Oh, God. So three meats in between your white bread. Meat sweats, thinking about it. Oh, listen, gets worse. A big slice of cheese shroud over the top and okay. it kind of melts. And then it is coated and poured over this tomato beer sauce. Right. They fry an egg, sit the fried egg on top, and they serve it with homemade chips on the side. Oh Christ! Cafe Santiago is the place to go if you're in Porto to get it. Yeah, it was not for me, but um, look, there, there you go. There's so much though. Stick with the fish, uh, particularly those tin sardines. They're absolutely delicious. I eat them all day long. Listen, all of that, as Ashing said, is up. You can find it at Ashing Larkin. You can find our various social media channels, uh, platforms, and as you said, there's blog posts. There's more detail there as well about how to do some of this. Uh, yourself absolutely great stuff as always and Ashing will talk to you again soon uh, Ashing Arkin is a TV chef and a mindful eating coach uh, stay with us lots still to come on The Hard Shoulder The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.